Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Here we encourage you to stretch your faith and to celebrate you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God. And so we're going to jump right into our declaration. Each week, our declaration comes from the same scripture. It's Luke 1 and 45. And we ask that you do two things, that you join in with us declaring the scripture over your life and that you replace the word woman or she, depending on the version you're declaring from, with your very own name. We, de- we ask that you put your name in and that you speak this truth about yourself. Well, this week I'm making this declaration from the message version of the Bible. And if you guys are ready, here we go. Blessed Vivian, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. I never, ever get tired of this scripture. I never get tired of this scripture. I never get tired of this declaration because I know that words create, that they are powerful. And because we are made in the image of almighty God, that we can speak his truth into existence in our lives. So blessed is Vivian. Who has believed every word that God has said to me is going to come true? So welcome back to the podcast, She Who Believes. I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. So last week, we started talking about the meaning of Christmas and what I believe that the Lord has spoken to me about Christmas and about how we should celebrate it and how we can actually live Christmas. And we live Christmas by living free. So God's been reminding me of how he's already literally paid for everything for us. He's paid for our sins. He's paid for our abundance. He's paid for our healing. He's paid for our blessings. He's paid for our favor. He has paid for everything. So then that leaves the question as to why. Why isn't that every single believer is not walking in power, authority, and seeing things happen for them abundantly and in a blessed way? And so it comes down to today's topic of the podcast, and it's choose free. Choose free. So, oh, good example. Analogy. So say, for instance, you desired to have um, a, a lounge sofa set. Like, you know, like they're the sectionals and they've got the double recliners and it's lazy boy and it's comfortable and it's massaging and warm and all these things, right? So say, for instance, you wanted that, you've desired it, you've prayed for it, you've just coveted it sometimes. And not that coveting is is the thing we want to do. I'm just being funny. But after I said it, I thought, well, we don't want to covet anything. But you know how sometimes you just really, really want something, right? So say you want this, right? You get a phone call from Rooms to Go and they call you and say, hey, 
we have this sectional that we just want to give to you. It's been paid for. Someone came in and paid for it. Your dad came in and paid for it. I know some of you are thinking, my daddy will never buy anything for me. Just go with me, okay? It's it's all hypothetical. But you go into rooms to go and they say, this has been picked out for you. Paid for. The taxes have been paid. Delivery is even paid for. Installation is paid for. Like every single expense has been paid, right? All you have to do is to choose to take it home. Who wouldn't take it home? Would you not? Now, I don't want to hear I don't have room for it in my house and like logically. So even if it's not a lazy boy sectional sleeper, you know, that might be one of the things I like. I ain't saying it is, but I ain't saying it's not. Just think... Think about, let it be the sofa you're thinking of or the chaise lounge or whatever it is it was paid for. You would definitely set. And, and then the other thing too is delivery is a based around your schedule. So you don't even have to miss a day from work to get it. Would you not get it? You would, right? Well, Jesus has paid for our sins so that we can never be condemned. Ever. Ever, there is now no there is now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So he's paid for it. He is has promised to supply all of our needs, and he does that. Um, he has so he's taking care of our needs, he's taking care of our sin, which would had separated us from God like it was ugly. He's done all these things, yet we are choosing. I know you're probably thinking it. Why she keeps saying I'm choosing this life? Choosing to remain in depression, to remain in poverty, choosing to live a life beneath what God has come to give us. Because at the end of the day, God is a keeper of his word. He is God. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. So he's promised us all these things, right? Then he's even told us about why we don't have those things. We don't ask him. We don't ask believing. We ask amiss, meaning like I just want to stun on them. When I'm going to get this, I'm going to stun on them. Well, you asking amiss because you asking for the wrong reason, the wrong purpose. Or you might be asking for somebody else's husband, which technically that is just so wrong in so many ways. So you're mad and saying God's not giving me a husband. He's trying to give you the husband he has for you, but you're busy trying to get someone else's husband. Not even sure why I had to share that, but if that's your word, just take it as your word. You don't even have to notate it's your word. You don't have to raise your hand in the, you know, in the chat, any of that. Just... <laughs> Accept that word and know that God has something great for you. He has so many wonderful, amazing things for you. And it really comes down to a choice. So you want me to prove that? Great. Thanks for asking. I'll prove it. Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20. I'll be reading from the New International Version this today. And it starts and it reads as follows. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him and to keep his commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. That you are entering to possess. Not you might possess it. Not that you might go. He said that you are entering in to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient. And if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods, little g, little g-o-d-s, and worship them. I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. 
This day I call the heavens and the earth as witness against you. Now that stirs me to even read it, but definitely to read it out loud. Like that shakes my spirit. He says, this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. Now, if we didn't have a choice, the Lord wouldn't say choose life. He's letting us know we literally have a choice. Okay, I'm going to finish the scripture and not like jump in and keep going. But he says, now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, I know some of you may be in disbelief and feel like that word is an old word. Well, I'm going to tell you, there is not one word in the word of God, one promise that is in his, his in the Bible that is not for us today. Yes, he spoke it then to those people, but we are the children of Abraham as well. So as God makes promises, when we spend that time with God and we are cutting out and carving out time to be with God, to get in his presence. And I know sometimes it's difficult because you wake up and you be like, Jesus, I'm tired. Lord, I'm sleepy. Lord, I'm sleepy. But I've learned to, to recognize that when I'm saying, Lord, I'm sleepy, that means God is present waking me up. So I need to quit telling him I'm sleepy. And know that if he waking me up, he'll do what? Give me strength because the word of God says that as your day is, so shall your strength be also. So get up, wake up, spend that time with God, get before him, get before him, get before his presence, get in his presence, enter in as one of my um, mother Tomlin at our church says, enter in, get in with the Lord. Um, she's saying, spend that time with him, worship him, magnify God, love on him. And God is not some arrogant spirit that's like, I just need y'all to recognize me and love on me. He wants relationship with us. He desires it. He loves us. He came and he loved us before we can even think about loving him. And then he said, there's nothing we can do to blow it. He said, there is nothing that can separate you from my love. Nothing you've done, nothing that you're going to do, nothing before you, nothing behind you. Excuse me. He said, no height nor death, meaning nothing that's over your head or even the things you think are under your feet. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. He said, death nor peril nor sword. Nothing can separate you from his love. He will love you no less or no more than he's loved you from the beginning. And at first I used to be like, no, no more. But that means his love is never changing. That means no matter what I do. So then if it was a possibility for him to love me more, then I'd have to perform. And my performance will always fall short. So maybe you're in a place where you're used to your performance falling short. Doesn't matter. God still loves you. You might have even been like, I don't even know if God is real, but I don't know. I'm going to try him out. He ain't moved by that. He's glad you tried him out. He's glad that you're making an effort to lean into him. I would just say, keep leaning in and choose free. He's paid for your freedom. Again, verse 19, this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, life, blessings and curses. So if you're getting a whole bunch of curses, you're going to need to choose some blessings. Now, that might mean you're going to choose the people, choose different people to hang around. Sometimes God is going to call you away from your family. And some people say that's not, you know, that's not true. And, and, and because we're Christians, we have to tolerate things with our family. It's not true. He called Abraham out. There's nowhere in the Bible where it tells me Abraham went back and reconciled with them. 
I'm sure that was, I'm positive that was difficult. I'm a living testimony that that can be difficult. But when you trust God and you've had an experience with God and God speaks to you and tells you, move here, do this, do that, separate yourself. He will give you peace. He will comfort you. He will restore family. There's a scripture that says, I'm going to locate it for you. He says, man, there, a man has not given up um, father nor mother nor sister or brother. Ha, here we go. Matthews 19 and verse 29. And it's you'll find it in several different uh, places in the Bible where it was spoken. Mark 10 and 29, same words. So I'm actually going to read Mark 10 and 29. And I am going to read that to you from the Amplified Version today. And so I'm actually going to be reading 10, 28 through 30. Peter started saying to him, look, we have given up everything and followed you, becoming your disciples and accepting you as teacher and Lord. Jesus said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, there is no one who has given up a house or, or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake, who will not receive a hundred times as much now in the present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms, along with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. So he said, like, you're going to have eternal life. He's, but he says, you're going to get a hundred times more here and in the life to come. He'll restore it to you. And you might think, how do I lose a mom and dad and get it restored to me? He'll give you people who love you like they birthed you themselves. I promise you he does it. He still does it to this day. So choose, choose free. Free yourself from poor situations, uh, degradating situations where people are talking down to you, mistreating you, cutting you down, speaking to you as if you are the trash on the ground. You got to have some value. You got to believe God and walk away from it. I know they might be paying your rent. They might be your baby daddy, your mom, your baby mama. Um, they can be all of those things. But if they are not what God is calling you to in this season, they, they are not what God has for you in this season of your life, then walk away. Walk away boldly knowing that God gave me a word. He made me a promise. And then on the other side of this is greater. The only time I heard this, Bishop T.D. Jakes was preaching once. And he said, the only reason why you still mad about your ex leaving or losing this job or whatever it is. And it's and you're bitter and you're angry and you can't let it go is because you stop believing that God has something greater for you on the other side. When you know that your latter is greater than your former, I'm talking about know that thing and you'll know where as Bishop Ballestero says, you can walk away from some things and know that because you have God, first of all, he is all we need, but he also made us for relationship here on earth that he will give you back everything you lost. He'll restore the years, the years, not just the stuff, but the years that the canker worm and locusts have eaten up. He'll give it all back to you. With a bonus, on top of a bonus, on top of a bonus, on top of a bonus. So, today, I'm here encouraging you to choose free. Last week, we talked about live free. How do we do it? Well, choose free is the first thing you do.
And then there's two more things I'll discuss with you over the next two weeks. So as we're we're wrapping up, we're allowing God to wrap up this year. Now, the year ain't lost. It's not over. It's, it's about to be a whole bunch of miracle signs and wonders performed between now and December 31st and January 1st of 2022. I know it. I believe it. My soul knows it. Can I tell you what it'll be for you in your life? I can't. I can't even tell you what it's going to be for me in my life. I got some hopes about some things, but I've just surrendered all out to Jesus and say, Jesus, do what you do. Because I know when you do what you do. I'm going to have the best. (laughs) I will have the best. I will have the best of everything. And it's not just about tangible things. I'm talking about the best of his peace, his joy, his love, his abundance, his miracles in my life. And because our daddy is no respecter of persons, he loves us all as if we are his only child, but he loves us all the same equally. I know that he's going to bless you as well. But as we're walking into this new year, right? Leaving out of this year. With great abundance, we're walking into the next year choosing to live free in the freedom that's already been paid for for us. Lord God, we come to you now just thanking you for your blood, your shed blood, Jesus, for shedding your blood, but also for defeating hell, death, and the grave so that we don't have to fear any of those things. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We don't have to fear any of those things and we can walk boldly in abundance, expecting for you to perform every promise you've made to us. We bless your holy name and we thank you in advance and we give you glory and we say Merry Christmas. We say thank you for being born, for coming to this earth first of all so that we could be set free we love you lord we thank you we bless you and we give you glory in jesus name amen this week i want to encourage you to find some promises in the word of god that um speak to your situation whether it's a financial need you have a healing or or restoration of marriage or have bringing your children back home find find declare that the same way that prodigal son came home, that your son or daughter will come home, that they'll be free in their minds and that God will give them peace. Speak life, choose life, choose blessings and not curses. I love y'all. Again, you're here with me, Vivian Bell, the host of She Who Believes, the podcast. And I am indeed She Who Believes. And I'll meet you back here next week. God bless. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.